6-11, and on this Monday morning, uh, Vikings fans happy and Packers fans kind of sad. Oh! Did you watch the games at all? I watched the Vikings game. Hey, same. And, uh, wow, it was a... Uh, it was a slow roll to start out, man. Oh, oh I know. I was just like, can somebody, anybody get a touchdown? I was like, this is the weirdest <laughs> game. What is happening right now? Yeah, it was really weird. I love how... They kept showing the temperature, and the the Vikings had cool benches that they bought, brought, and they had like canopy because their side of the field was 125 degrees, and the Dolphins side of the field was 80 something. How does that work? This is how where the sun was. I fair, but I'm just like, what? 125 degrees? Those poor guys! Oh my god, they must be so hot. But um. I was happy for Dalvin Cook that he finally got a touchdown and a yes. big one because he's from the he's from Miami and his family was there at the game. Right, yeah, he went to Florida State. Yeah, so um I was happy for him that he finally turned it up and was able to get a chance to blaze through and get a touchdown. See, I was happy, but I also wasn't happy because I'm playing uh my lady in fantasy football this week and she had Dalvin Cook. So I'm like, ah <laughs> oh, no. And then of course I had of course I had Tyreek Hill for Miami. So I'm like, you know, I don't want Miami to get a touchdown, but if they do, they should throw it to Tyreek. Right. Oh, that's super funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a little I'm sure there's a little back and forth going on at your house. Oh yeah. But um I don't you know, but I watched uh the uh in the locker room, and I love the new coach of the Vikings. Oh, yeah. Like, he really seems like he's connected with the players, and, uh, you know, he's tossing out the game balls, and it's like, I just think it's a whole different vibe for the Vikings this year, for sure. And I think that's part of their, you know, success of a good good start. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I want to know what uh, happened with Green Bay there. I don't know. The Jets just, <laughs> well, I, I don't even know. The Jets kind of looked great. Yeah, I don't. Well, I what I think it. I, this is what I. Okay, I'm just throwing this out here All because right, throw it I out. just I just think that, um, what's his face? Yeah, yeah. Packers quarterback Rogers. Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. I think he's just not happy. I think he's just he's not not playing his best because he's disgruntled. He's not he's not happy being with the Packers and obviously frustrated with the season and I think that shows. So the Packers had a couple streaks snapped yesterday. Their second longest home regular season winning streak at Lambeau Field in franchise history. Their 12-game winning streak straight up against the spread after a loss, uh, which is the longest streak by any team since the 1970 merger. And Green Bay now has its first losing streak of the Matt LaFleur era since 2019. Matt LaFleur. Yeah, and see, he's a great coach, a young coach, too. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you know what? The quarterback sets the tone, and I'm telling you, I'm putting this all on Aaron Rodgers because I think he's ups- he's just not he's just not having it, which is kind of sad because I mean he's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer quarterback. So it's like you need to just shake it off. I just I can't believe Green Bay had 13 drives that included five punts, a blocked field goal, a lost fumble, and three turnover turnovers on down. Oh, and a blocked punt return for a touchdown. That's was just not looking good. No, it, it wasn't. So, you know, that it it happens, you know, and we'll just have to we'll just have to see. I just uh I just think the Vikings, wow, they just really they're really turning it up. So, hopefully they'll keep the momentum going.
And um, Packers need to get it together. Come on, guys. Well, I'm okay if they don't. <laughs> yeah, here's me playing both sides of the fence once again. Everybody else out there, you can't do that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it ended up being an exciting game. And I'll tell you what, I was uh, I was checking out the TikTok videos that first half. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so boring. <laughs> I, I mean, just, uh, yeah, I mean, I was... Yeah, I was super distracted. I was like, hmm, let's make a grocery list. Let's do this. Let's do this. Oh, look, somebody got a field goal. Nope, they missed. <laughs> Coming up on the show this morning, uh, Ian and I are going to talk. Uh, uh, <laughs> a celebrity cat sighting in St. Paul. You won't believe this story. It's pretty crazy. Ian's got it for you coming up in just a couple minutes. Marshmallow Harry Styles, Justin Bieber. Plus, what's going on with your forecast? What I can tell you is that the South Shore is going to get socked. We're talking like six to ten inches of snow. Can you believe that? No, I cannot. I don't want that. Well, it's the South Shore. It's not us. I know it's not us, but I still don't want it for anyone. Yeah, that's a it's a lot of snow that's coming their way. We'll give you all the details coming up next. Mix you can get bacon and eggs. Two currently thirty degrees downtown Duluth. Looking for a high today at thirty two, so not going to get much warmer today. <laughs> but Ian has a great story of uh, what happened to him this weekend. Yeah, so I DJ'd a wedding down in St. Paul on Summit Avenue. And I'm uh, all ready to go for the ceremony. Everything's going great. And then a cat waltzes in. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's pretty cool. It must be the couple's cat. They brought it to the ceremony. That is awesome. And then the cat starts, like, you know, doing its thing, rubbing its body on the officiant's legs. And then the bride and groom and everyone's laughing. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Then the cat jumps up on the piano next to uh, where everyone is and just flops down and just lays down, watches everyone. I'm like, all right, sweet. And then the photographer stops taking pictures, picks up the cat. Of course, the cat lets out this loud meow. Everyone laughs again. They take the cat out. And I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't their cat. Comes to find out it's uh, Governor Waltz's cat lives next door. Apparently just comes and goes as he pleases. And I'm like, no way. That This is not a thing. So I looked it up. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. I it, love how you said it waltzes in. No pun intended. Oh, I know. You like that? Yep. I did that for you, Gene. You're welcome. And uh, there was a little lull because uh, everyone was uh, ahead, of, ahead of schedule, which is crazy for a wedding. So I was kind of taking my time, walking around the place, just kind of soaking everything in because Summit Avenue, a lot of great views. And, of course, the cat... There again, uh, name is Afton, by the way, and uh, he was waiting on the front steps and meowing and then saw me come around the corner, looked at me, looked at the door, looked at me. and I'm like, sorry, buddy, I'm not letting you back into the wedding. (laughs) It's not going to happen. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, my God. That is just unbelievable. Yeah. That's crazy that they just let the cat just, you know, peruse the neighborhood. I mean, he's pretty nice. Right, but that's a super busy street. Mm-hmm. So I'd be surprised if the, it's one of those, like, the cat just got out. I don't think they'd intentionally let him out. But the, if he's yeah. a regular there, maybe they do just let him roam. I don't know. Or maybe he just gets out because that's what cats do. They sure do. Oh, yeah. We had a cat that did that where it's like we didn't want her to get outside, but she was wily, and she just made mm-hmm. fast as lightning. But, yeah, I guess the venue says it happens all the time. <laughs> Oh my god! So I'm sure they like warn couples before, and hey, just to let you know, the governor's cat's next door. He might stop by. 
Now, we know this whole wedding's probably costing you a million dollars to have it here, but there's going to be a cat that's going to continue to come in and out of the door, probably. So just Hopefully so you know. you're not allergic. <laughs> I just think that's super funny. That was great. Oh, I love it. And when I asked Ian, I'm like, well, how do you know for sure that was his cat? He said the venue confirmed it. Yep. Yeah. And then a quick Google search also confirmed it. <laughs> oh, I love that. That cat's definitely got uh, nine lives for sure. <laughs> One Republic coming up. We've got Gail, too, and Nikki, your sunroof is next on Mix 108. Mix 108. The Northland. 49 and 30 degrees. Looking for a high today of 32 degrees. So uh, not far to go before we... Get uh, up for our high of the day today. Very windy today, though, so it makes it seem a little chillier out there. And uh, nothing better than a hot steak sandwich on a Don't cold talk to day. me about this, Gene. I'm still upset. I'd be upset, too, especially if it was a place you really liked. Oh, I don't know what it is, but I have been obsessed with a Philly cheesesteak sandwich since I could, like, have real food in my mouth. I just There's something about it. I absolutely love it. Can't get enough of it. Whenever we go out to a restaurant, if it's on the menu, Gene, I am getting a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, I love that too. So, of course, growing up, the food court in the Miller Hill Mall had Steak Escape. Mm-hmm. Hands down my favorite place to go. Loved Steak Escape. Super sad when it closed. And then this place called Charlie's took its place. And I'm like, all right, I'll give you a try. My first time, did not care for it because I think I was so used to Steak Escape. But over time... Charlie slowly won my heart. And then, of course, they closed. You and Jay's Grilled Subs came in. They closed. Great Steak came in. They closed. And I'm like, okay, these steak places need to stop messing with my heart, Gene. They are toying with my emotions in all the wrong ways. (laughs) And then a Charlie's opened up down in West Duluth, which is my area. It's where I grew up. It's where I love, where I live. And I just, I love everything. I mean, I don't live there now, but I used to. And I just absolutely loved it. And uh, Friday, uh, we did the bus stuff. And Atlas was like, Dad, I'm hungry. I'm like, well, we are around the area. Let's go get uh, us some Philly cheesesteaks, my son. And we pull up. And it was completely dark, Gene. I'm like, no. They They must be closed for the day. I looked inside. There was no tables. And I'm like, okay, what is happening right now? There was signs on the window now, this, uh, the West Duluth location, it was connected to the Mini Mart there on uh, Central Avenue. And it said, Charlie's will be closed until further notice. Sorry for the inconvenience. And uh, my heart sank, Gene. So does anybody at the Mini Mart know what's going on? Um, when my dad went there, they said they were just uh, closing for a few days. But my dad's like, they're, they're literally taking out the tables. Yeah. So, I don't know. It sounds like. No one knows what's going on, or if they do know, they're not saying anything. Well, you know, it, it could have been just that they couldn't hire enough staff. Right. They just ended up having to close. I mean, that's that's been a big problem for businesses all over the country. If They just they can't stay staffed. <sighs> and you can only do so much, and you don't want to compromise your, especially with food, you know, right. preparing food and stuff like that. You need a certain amount of people to make sure everything's up to code and... Well, also, yeah, that location has has been home to uh, quite a few popular fast food chains in the past. Taco Bell used to be there. Yep. White Castle used to be there. Not a lot of people remember that. And uh, Costa's used to be there, too. Yeah, that's weird. That, that's always weird when one particular place has has really high turnover. 
you just but I mean, I mean that seems like a high traffic area you know I mean I can't believe that I don't know four places since the 90s yeah like I said it's not too bad no but uh, yeah because that's definitely a popular corner right there I mean mm-hmm. it, you're you're people are gonna know you're there there's no question that's for sure yeah so. and Charlie's has been there for about six years oh wow that's kind of sad well mm-hmm. we'll uh we'll keep you posted if we uh, find anything else from uh Scoop Ian over there figuring this stuff Ooh, out. We, that's Gene and Ian's ice cream shop. We're going to call it Scoops. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Do a leap of new rules coming up next and an information update with WDIO right around the corner here on Mix 108. You can get bacon and. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. Starting this morning, down in Florida, a suspicious package washed ashore in Daytona Beach. A uh, good Samaritan spotted the package, opened it up, 11 pounds of a certain drug was inside the package. Oh, no. Immediately called local authorities. They said the street value of this package, $150,000. Oh, God. Of course, they have no idea uh, about any other information related to how exactly the package got there, but that is insane. Uh, over in Germany, a portion of the Autobahn was shut down over the weekend because <laughs> apparently uh, two drivers started getting into an argument and it turned out to a full-on brawl, Gene. Wow. So, yeah, German police responded to an incident Saturday afternoon that included 10 people, drivers and passengers in a taxi, a BMW, and a third car were all involved in a heated fight. There was even a knife involved at one point. It took 90 minutes for police to get the situation under control and have the Autobahn open again. God, that's insane. Yeah, there's no story on how exactly the confrontation started. No one was hurt, but uh, there was some definitely threatening behavior and uh, punches were thrown. That's a brawl. Oh, it was a brawl. Good old Germany. And uh, Texas Pete Hot Sauce is now facing a lawsuit because uh, it's made in North Carolina and not Texas. One L.A. man said he didn't know, and he's now filing a lawsuit for false advertising. Oh, for the love of Christmas. I know. I know. He said uh, the label includes a famed white Lone Star from the Texan flag together with a last wing cowboy. And so the man said this should be a hot sauce from Texas, but it is not. So, of course, he's suing them. That guy needs a hobby. Indeed he does, Gene. That is going to do it for my toolbox. This hobby's suing people over no reason. Uh, Steve Lacey, now it's Bad Habit on Mix 108. Good morning. And Ian in the morning, currently 32 degrees, looking for a high today of 34. So and just very windy. Before, before we get into whatever we're about to talk about, I just got to say, so that was Steve Lacey, and he is actually, he's just blown up with that song. And my daughter is currently obsessed with him, 11-year-old Zoe, and wants to go see him live in concert. She's been begging me all weekend, but the closest is uh, Nashville. And she's like, Dad, we got to go. And I'm like, Zoe, 
no, we don't. We are not going to go all the way to Nashville to see this guy. Did you show did you show her on a map where Nashville is? Yes. And she's like, oh, we can drive there. I'm like, oh, my God. We can. We're not going to. Oh, that's tough. You got a tween on your hands. I know. Uh, she's like, Dad, I need to see him. I'm like, I understand that. But let's wait until he comes to Minnesota. Right. There you go. See the compromise. And hope the tickets aren't 350 bucks because right. people are scalping tickets. Well, she's like, I can't wait that long. I'm like, Zoe, it's going to be fine. Well, welcome to the real world, girl, where you got to wait or things don't always happen the way you want them to. What? They don't? <laughs> Thankfully, things did go our way on Friday when Ian and I test drove a DTA bus. Yes, we actually <laughs> each got in there and drove a bus with the supervision of someone from the DTA standing right by our side. So, Ian, you go first. How was your experience? I was so nervous. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was super pumped, though. Atlas got to ride on the bus with me, and he was over the moon. So excited. He couldn't stop talking about it all weekend. Oh, I'm so glad he got to ride with you. Yeah, like every every time we went somewhere, he would like tell somebody, I got to ride in a bus, and my dad drove it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Atlas. Love the flex. Love the flex. Uh, no, it was great. Uh, I felt like I had a lot of power in my hands. The steering wheel was huge. It was weird turning because he told me it's not a round turn. It's a square turn. So just like kind of getting that mindset. Mm -hmm. And then right after I got done driving the bus, of course, I drove my own car and it felt so weird to go from the huge like pedals on the bus to like the little pedals and the brakes aren't the same. And I don't know. It was, it was it was weird adapting, even though I didn't drive a bus that long, but it just felt like this this was my whole life. This is what I've been doing. I felt like a good bus driver, Gene. And you did great. You didn't run over any cones? You didn't I hit didn't. anything? No, so I, had good, I had good turn signals. Uh, he even said I had one of the best bus stops he's ever seen. Nice. I know. When you stopped to pick up the pedestrian that wasn't there? Yes. Nice. Yes. I uh, When we got done, I he's like, you did great. I'm like, sweet. When do I start? Well, that's part of it. Is they were it was uh, part of, of recruiting to have people come and, and try it out and see if you know that's something maybe they want to pursue. Um, the thing that I noticed for my bus was that what was weird is the turn signals are on the floor. Uh, yeah, so that was little kind of buttons. An adjustment. They're little buttons, and you have to keep them pressed down mm -hmm. to turn. And then the other thing that I thought was kind of odd, yes, the steering wheel was massive, which I knew to expect that was. Um, for the gas and the brake, it's not really a pedal. It's more of a pad. And so for me, at least, I don't know, maybe my seat was back too far, but I felt like I really had to crank on the brake to stop. Like oh. I was like almost off my seat, just like, really? Yeah. Like I had to put it all in like massively floor it to like okay. to the floor. So that seemed, that was the only thing for me was I was like, I would, I had a hard time braking for some reason. Like it just seemed oh. like I really had to put a lot into braking. But um, I didn't run over anything. But I did miss a turn because <laughs> I was not, I was not paying attention when she said turn right. I didn't because I couldn't see on my right side that there was like a gap of the cones, and so yeah. she didn't say like turn before the last cone. She just said turn right. Oh, I laughed so, so hard when they had to like run over there and like make the make the turn bigger for you and was like moving yeah. the cones yeah. i'm like yes gene yep. yes they had to move the cones but other than that i so did good. okay i didn't run up on any curbs or i didn't no, run did over good. anything and uh i think i did okay for the bus stop she said i did great and uh 
I, I, for some reason, I wasn't nervous, which I don't know why. I should have been nervous. Well, I but, thought because um, there was like so many buttons that it like it looked overwhelming, but it wasn't overwhelming because you didn't have to use. Yeah, the right, the little bit of buttons that we did have to use. Um, but when I was rolling up behind Ian's bus, I was a little nervous because of the fact like I felt I had to really like put it to the floor. Oh, to stop. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, you can go a little further," and I'm like. Like I'm just I'm riding that brake. The thing is too is we never hit the accelerator once ever. Yeah, like, I was I was gonna bring that up the whole time. Like it's crazy how fast you go without accelerating. <laughs> With just getting your foot off the brake, the thing zooms. Yeah, it goes. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just I'm so glad I got that experience because, you know, you see the buses all the time, and especially like if you're part if you're if you're to stop and you see the buses have to turn. And you're just like, you're not going to make it. Oh, my God. You're going to hit my car. Oh. And nope. They, no, they, it. they got it. Hats off to the bus drivers because holy cow. Right. Especially in Duluth because yep. these hills are no joke. Mm-hmm. Like even in good weather. So well, thank you for all you do. I, I was asking them, like, how does it drive in winter? And they said, honestly, better than like most cars. So. Well, yeah, because it's so heavy. Right. But still, I would still be no. so nervous, like going down the hill. Yeah. I feel like it would just no. turn into a big metal toboggan. I'd be like, can I go anywhere but Lake Avenue, please? <laughs> or Masaba? Like, can I just not have those two roads? Oh, man. But, you know, but, a 10 out of 10, I would drive it again. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. And so they're going to be doing it again in the spring. And uh, thanks to everybody from the DTA. They were so nice and just so accommodating. Yeah. And so they even had a warming really bus it. with snacks and drinks. Yep. And uh, it was a lot of fun. So. Uh, hopefully, I'll have the videos video up uh, of me driving uh, later today. To I mean, there's a way to really well. You can kind of see it's me when I first take off, but I am driving the bus. I mean, I I got a good picture of you driving the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hop on. You, you seem so focused. Well, she was talking to me, and I was trying to pay attention. Yeah, a lot. A lot I of tend the, to not do that. A lot of the pictures I took has her like doing hand signals to you. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. It was it was great. I had uh, I had a really good time and um, I loved it. it. A lot of, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So thank you again for uh, everyone at the DTA for putting that on. It was a lot of fun. And uh, what the, my favorite part of the whole thing was when I got off the bus and um, Ian was there with his son Atlas and Atlas turns to the guy from the DTA, one of the gentlemen from DTA, and goes, "Who won?" I know that was my favorite. And I said, "Your dad did." Well, because he and we get into the car and he goes, "I really thought this was a race, Dad." <laughs> I'm like, no, no, it was that's, not a race. That's so cute. <laughs> He's like, well, if it was, you would have won. Yeah, like, for Thanks, sure. Buddy. You Thank absolutely would have won. I mean, I did sure. go first, but. No, nope, I'm confident in the fact that if it was a race, you'd win for sure. Doja Cat coming up. Harry Styles doing MGK Black Bears next on Mix 108. Oh, always. 32 degrees. Looking for a high today at 34. Very, very windy out there and cold. But it is October 17th. Huddle for warmth, Gene. Huddle up for warmth, that's right. And if you have to, get naked and huddle under... Okay, well, I didn't say that. <laughs> Those are your words. It's like, I am not part of that. So, uh, this is haunted house season. Yes. Uh, or haunted shack or haunted chip or whatever. Haunted Spooky everything. season. And so, Ian uh, found um, a great advice column on what to do 
before you go to a haunted house and when you're at a haunted house. Yes. So before you leave your home, they have a couple different um, things to tell you, like bring an umbrella, make sure you wear the right clothes. Um, yeah, don't worry about any of that. Worry about the fact that you might pee your pants. Well, I mean, I would just like check the weather in general because you know you're going to have to wait outside in a line. Yeah, so if you can buy tickets ahead of time so you don't have to wait in line as long, that makes sense. But they say eat a meal before you go. Ooh. No, I say no because... <laughs> You might have, you might, mm, your pants. I, yeah, I always eat afterwards. Yeah, no, empty stomach and empty bladder. Ooh. Because the thing is, even if you're someone that doesn't easily pee your pants, you know, if somebody jumps out at you, you just never know. Mm-hmm. You could, you know, leak a little bit. So just, Have you leaked a little bit before, Gene? Don't lie um, to me. No, I almost did, though. <laughs> I really had to concentrate hard. <laughs> And I've never had babies or anything because God bless women oh. that have had babies. They, that happens mm-hmm. easier. Um, but I I did for one second think I was going to pee my pants. But thankfully, I just, I don't know. I had some superpowers going. But go. that's that's a really big thing because um, I'm telling you. And then when you're out in the cold, sometimes the cold kicks in where you got to go to the bathroom. So just make sure you take care of that. And then uh, when you're waiting in line to go in, like, please be respectful of people around you. Don't smoke. Keep your noise levels down to minimum and respect personal boundaries. I feel like, you know, that's just a given. And uh, if you do, like, I would recommend using the bathroom before you go. But if you're in line and do have to go to the bathroom, just have your group, like, hold your spot while you run quick. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Honda Chip has a bathroom, but that's in the gift shop and that's on the opposite end. Yeah. So I'm just letting you know, if you go to Honda Chip, go to the bathroom beforehand. Uh, while you're inside the haunted attractions, do not run. Yes, you're going to get scared, but please do not run. You're going to hurt yourself, others in your group, or maybe some of the actors in the haunt. Oh, also, when you're in line, choose who's going to be where in your line. Like once you go in, like choose your leader, choose who's in the middle, choose in the back, rather than like getting up, like, all right, come inside. And you're like, wait, who's going to go where? You know? Yeah. No, no, the order before you go. Try to stay in a single file line. Again, don't be that blob of humans trying to go through the haunted attraction, tripping over each other, tripping through the props. And the biggest thing, do not touch the actors or the props. Please leave your hands and arms inside the attraction at all times. Well, I'm just going to tell you, for one, uh, in case you don't realize this, the Haunted Chip has tons of undercover security people in there. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be that jerk that is intimidating the the actors or you know you're fake punching them or you're trying to touch the touch the stuff you're gonna get booted out pretty quick and they come out of nowhere so they're not hiding in a visible in a very visible spot um and they do it for your safety and for the safety of the actors exactly so don't don't be that person because you know what this is all just about having fun and it's a once a year kind of thing so if you're somebody that's you know, tends to be kind of a jerk, then don't go through this stuff. I really want to go through a lights out uh, run through of somewhere. I've never been to a lights out day, but uh, I really want to. And I'm going to the haunted ship this week, so I'm super pumped for it. A lights out, so it's completely dark? Yes, some uh, haunted oh, attraction weird. offers a light out or a blackout event at the end of the season. No. And I just, I really want to check it out. I, I tend to think I'd be flat on my face. I like, would trip over something. Like, I'm pretty sure the Haunted Forest and Saginaw offers one towards the end of the season. And I, and I feel like I'm going to go. I just know that when I went on the flashlight tour, the private flashlight tour of Glen Sheen, um, we went up on the third floor where uh, 
and then in the attic where generally people don't get to go. And uh, I have never <laughs> felt so scared in my whole entire life. Yeah. Hey, look, it's my bus. It's a green one. Um, just kidding. There's it might be the one buses. you drove, Gene. It's got Gene written all over it. <laughs> um, I mean, the hair in the back of my neck was standing up the whole entire time. Yeah. And there's nothing that I can positively say, you know, because it was just um, the marketing director of um, Glenn Sheen and then me and another staff person from here, Josh. And I kept looking over at Josh like, dude, are you picking up what I'm picking up? Like, I kept... <laughs> I was convinced there was like something down at the end of the hall. Is that when you the almost teased yourself? At me. No, that was on the William A. Irvin haunted ship. Oh yes, yes. When my kids were like a backpack on me, because uh, of course I went first, and then yep. it was just like everybody was glommed onto each other, and I got pushed into a wall, and we we're trying to find the door, and the kids were like, "Find the door, find the door," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yes," <laughs> and I'm ha- and when I get nervous, I laugh. Yeah. And so I'm laughing, and then that made the kids even more upset because they oh. thought I was laughing at them. And I'm like, I'm not laughing at you guys. Like, I can't find the door. Yeah, it's just your nervous tick. I get it. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah, it was a scene, but it was it was so much fun. Elton John and Britney Spears coming up. Billie Eilish too, and Lizzo is next on Mix 108. Mix 108. The North Two degrees downtown Duluth, and uh, here we go. Some Halloween fun for the grown-ups. You can enjoy some Halloween fun, live music, games, beer, and more. Earthrider Brewery is having their Halloween bash in Mystical Market. It's happening Saturday, October 29th. And uh, evening kicks off with Mystical Market, uh, which opens at 6, remains open until 10. Then there's going to be music from Laura Velvet starting at 7, then Big Wave Dave and the Ripples. Some other fun things include a pre-made pumpkin carving contest as well as on-site carving contest. Oh. There'll also be pumpkin seed spitting contest and costume contest. Wait, did you say a pumpkin seed spitting contest? Yes. Like how far you can spit a pumpkin seed? Yes. I'm in. Yeah. And winners will receive free beer for a year. I kind of want to challenge you to a pumpkin seed spitting contest. Ooh. Is that weird? Um, Are you down? I'm, yeah, I'm a pretty good you spitter. You accept my challenge? Yeah, I'm a pretty good spitter. All right, let's do this. So are they going to be cooked pumpkin seeds or raw pumpkin what seeds? What would you prefer, Gene? Cooked. Good. Gross. You'll get raw. <laughs> <laughs> no, raw seeds would be gross. Yeah. They'd be why, and... why would I have you put raw seeds in your mouth, Gene? Come on. I don't know. I'll get cooked stuff. Um, pumpkin seed spitting. That's very interesting. I'm not that great a spitter. I don't ever you spit. You just said so. you're a good spitter. Now you're taking it back? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Gene, come on. No, I, 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 uh, well, when I was in Kansas, I think I was in a watermelon, uh, seed spitting contest. I believe. I've never heard of speed spitting contests before. It's not speed spitting, it's how far you can spit. Oh, seed spitting, I meant, not speed spitting. Sorry. Yeah. I meant seed spitting. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll put that on the docket. But if you want to be part of the fun, win free beer for a year, October oh, 29th. Yeah. Saturday, October 29th. It's all happening at Earthrider Brewery. Tickets are on sale for the event right now, but you can win a pair of tickets uh, on our website or our app. We'll be rewarding five winners of the pair of tickets to enjoy the fun at Earthrider October 29th. I uh, can enter right now through Thursday, October 27th, and we'll contact the winners the following day. So you got to be 21 or older, of course, to uh, enter to win the tickets. You can do it again at Mix108.com or on the Mix108 app. Lil Nas X, it's what I want, is next on Mix108. You can get to Duluth very, very windy. 
But at least uh, here in the Twin Ports, we don't have to worry about getting slammed with snow like South Shore. Well, not yet, anyways. Oof. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's going to come, but not today. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, Ian, I know that I've asked you this before. Yeah. But I'm going to ask you again. Okay. It's relevant to the story. Have you ever seen a UFO? Ooh, uh, only every morning when I come in and see you. <laughs> but um, um, uh, I didn't say an alien. I said a UFO. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You're not an unidentified flying object. A, um, <laughs> there was one time that I think I might have saw something, but my parents to this day tell me it was just a helicopter. Yeah, I've had that where it's like the flight for life or it's a plane or yeah. it's a falling star. So I've never seen a UFO that I can say for sure I thought was one. But there was, there's been two sightings since September 13th in the Northland of some UFOs. First one, September 13th, 2002, 2022. Uh, Mid-September around 9.30 in the evening, according to a report, the supernatural sighting was a rectangular shape was in the sky for about five minutes. The person spotted the object and it was lit up with lights. Uh, also, they mentioned a bright orange light, and it was so bright that they happened to notice it in the sky. Spotted above Lake Superior, the person who saw and shared it. Uh, I think it looks like a big combo in the sky. A big combo, like the snack? Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what, what kind of combo? Like pretzel with cheese? Yeah, pretzel with cheese, probably. Okay. Um it's it's weird. Like you can see the picture, and it's like I don't know what to explain. Looks like a big brown barrel of some. Yeah, it's it's crazy, um, and not too high up in the sky either. Uh, the second UFO sighting was October fifth, um, around eight o'clock at night. The person reported it was a, a c- cylindrical shape. Ooh. Appeared two times, lasting three minutes each time. Uh, there were lights on the object, just like the first sighting, which makes this one a bit different. It had an aura or a haze and left a trail around the object and changed color. Scary. Creepy. Yeah. So there's a, yeah, there's a Intriguing. picture of uh, both of these. You can check them out at Mix108.com and the Mix108 app. And uh, I don't know about this. I don't this, know. this one's hard to, hard to see. It looks like something hanging off a wire. I don't know. Yeah, it's. But, I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, what do you do? You're just out minding your business, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, I think it's a UFO. You're going to try to snap a picture. It's not necessarily unless you have really good equipment all the time. Right. But um, That's crazy. I know. It's, it's so weird, though. It's so weird. Just had this conversation with a friend of mine about space and UFOs and life on other planets and um I went into my whole mantra about how I think it's a waste of money, how we send these rockets into space for what, you know, to, here's a sample from Mars and that costs us $80 million, you know? Yeah. But I was also schooled that NASA itself um, has done a lot of um, experiments and has helped us discover a lot of things too, you know, like global warming and the holes in the ozone and all that couldn't have been done without NASA and space and, so I I, I kind of got schooled a little bit because I made okay. like a blanket statement how I think it's a waste of money. Ah, uh, yeah. But uh, do I think there's other life forms? I don't know. Possibly. I there's got to be something else. There's no way we're the only life forms in this yeah, galaxy. Yeah, it's just um, yeah. Do you just, believe? I'm just worried about Earth, man. That's all I. I'm hey, just, you know, that's all you need to worry about. Right. I'm just 
I'm just trying to take care of Mother Earth the best I, best I can for future generations. But if there's some Martians out there watching me right now, take him. <laughs> take what? the redhead. What? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, Don't yeah. take me. I ain't ready to be probed. Post Malone. <laughs> Coming up next on Mix 108. Mix 108. The Northlands. It's 8.50. Just about to wrap things up. But before we do, Kirk Cousins back in the news talking about how he's not cool. Admitting he's not cool. Uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, uh, it went viral of him wearing a left tackle Christian Derrissaw's chain. Yep. Uh, well, now after yesterday's victory over Miami when they were on the plane, Cousins was caught on video wearing multiple diamond chains. Uh Cornerback Chandon Sullivan wrote flyest quarterback in the league. That's right. A video of Cousins on Instagram. You're like that. What I love about this, though, is like <laughs> all these headlines like Kirk Cousins has plenty of money is aware he's not cool. And the thing that I'm, I admittedly am not a huge fan of Kirk Cousins because I think he's a robot. Yeah. But um, I love this. I love the fact that he's a humble dude because, yes, he does make a ton of money. And I, so this is a quote from Kirk Cousins. He said, I'd agree anything that I do is no longer cool. When I wear a plaid button down to week one, it looks like I got it from Coles. But if Justin Jefferson wears that same plaid button down to next week's press conference, everyone in Minnesota is buying a plaid button down. I'm fully aware of that. Yep. 100%. <laughs> you know what, though, man? Good for him. Where he's just like, he's just a humble dude. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I get it. I'm not cool, but I'm just here trying to. Do my job. I love that the Vikings tweeted out the video and said, QB1, so icy. <laughs> I just think, it's, you know, I just think it's great the team is, gets along and, and seems to have a good time together. And, you know, a win's a win. And it's, uh, you know, flying back on the plane. They got to entertain themselves somehow on the flight back to Minneapolis. So. Hey, five and one. I'll take it. Let's go, baby. Why not? Why not? Skull to the bowl. Why not bling out uh, cousins? So I think that's that's pretty funny. So you can you can see those on Twitter. It's all over the place of him wearing. He's more than two chains. He's like five chains in that picture. <laughs> all right, that's gonna do it for our uh, oh, portion of the so. morning show. Ian is gonna be hanging out with you till ten o'clock. Lots of stuff happening nine o'clock hour. Not only kicking off eighty minutes of music commercial free, but a throwback song of the day. But Ian's gonna give you your first code word for our uh, shop, shop like a celebrity. You get that thousand dollar Amazon gift card, five hundred dollars worth of Post Malone merchandise. Ooh. So obviously, the more times you enter, you increase your chances to win. So it's a new contest. Just starts today, nine two and five o'clock. Get those code number, those code code words. Uh, make sure to enter them on the. Mix 108 app for your chance to win $1,000 Amazon gift card and $500 worth of Posty merchandise. So that sounds fantastic. Get which I could win. So that's all coming up in just a few minutes. We love you guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We hope you uh, get through your Monday. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Bright and early starting at 6 a.m. Join us, won't you? And uh, have a great day. See ya. You can get bacon and